Hello, and welcome to GameCast, a podcast about gaming created by us, students in David Morgan's first-year writing class at Emory University. Read, write, play. Some have claimed that video games are becoming the greatest storytelling medium of our age. So we will explore the impact of this developing medium on our society. Each week for the rest of the semester, a pair of students will play a game and discuss it using terms and ideas from Ian Bogost's Doing Things with Video Games. We hope that we can investigate and describe a wide variety of innovative methods of expressive representation. You can find us on the web at bit.ly slash rwpgamecast. Welcome to GameCast. I'm Colin Swen. And I'm Benjamin Tenzer. And today, we will be talking about the game series Assassin's Creed. The first Assassin's Creed game was released in 2007. Since then, they have released 8 games and sold over 100 million copies and are coming out with a movie this December. Clearly, the game series has become incredibly popular. Yes, yes it has. So, tell me Colin, what makes Assassin's Creed so fun and why do people play it? Assassin's Creed is such a fun and interesting game to play because it puts you in the shoes of a super skilled assassin and the ability to scale walls and assassinate bad guys from the tops of buildings. You are given a large arsenal of weaponry and other fun devices and the game leaves a lot up to you as to how you choose to kill the bad guys. You could sneak up behind them from a bush and stab them in the back or go guns a-blazing and just take out your swords and run into an open crowd of people with your pistols out and throw a smoke bomb and do whatever you want. And that's what makes the game so special is just being able to mold it to how you want to play. Another reason why I think the game is so successful is because of the rich history that it engulfs you in. There are games that put you in the middle of the Italian Renaissance in Italy, the American Revolution, the French Revolution, or in in 1858 London or roaming the Caribbean as a privateer. It is so uniquely amazing to be able to play a game with such fun mechanics in a setting that you learn about in your history classes. It's a way to really get a better feel for how this history really happened and like instead of just reading about it you can play it and experience it yourself. Assassin's Assassin's Creed is just a great way to immerse yourself in the history. It's unlike any other medium of learning. Instead of descriptions, you get to see how things happened and see how things looked yourself with their incredibly accurate models of these cities from 300, 400, 500 years ago. One of my favorite things to do in Assassin's Creed is just to walk around these cities like Paris and during the French Revolution and go climb the Bastille, that something you can't do anymore. It's been torn down. and Or just climb Notre Dame and check out the view of the whole city from the top of the cathedral. It's really just, there are endless possibilities of all the things you can do. You can go look at the Luxembourg Gardens or take a tour of the Louvre. It's it's really, it's endless and that's one of the things that is so interesting about the game. You can play it forever and you'll never be satisfied. You can always play more because there's just so many things to explore, missions to do, and that's one of the things that is so cool about the game. Now Ben, 
You never played any game in the series before, have you? I have not. Can we go play? Sure, why not? Let's go do it. So Colin, which Assassin's Creed game are we going to play? We're going to play Assassin's Creed Unity, the fifth game in the series. Why'd you pick that one? Well, I really like this game, and I think it really gives a great kind of view of like Paris during the French Revolution, so I thought it'd be a good place to start because we're talking about sort of how Assassin's Creed is used to teach history. Alright, great, let's play! So this is a pretty nice view we got here. Yeah, so we got a nice view from the top of Notre Dame. You can see like all the way from the Pantheon to the Louvre. Really a wonderfully recreated Paris. So as we climb down, you can see all the people. Yeah, there's a big crowd gathering at the bottom in protest, which is a wonder. It's like really kind of cool how because like it represents the chaos of like how the French Revolution was. So we have walking through this big crowd. It's not a pretty scene. No, so we're walking through this crowd of protesters. They're burning a cross. Burning a cross in front of the church. We've got all sorts of protesters. And, uh, well, let's take a walk inside the cathedral. We have plenty of guards with fully armed with weapons. And, uh, it really, it's a great representation of how chaotic and violent this, uh... Some people are sneaking in. Yeah. Jeez. And, uh, as we walk into the church, sneakily, of course, because we are an assassin, uh... There are two cannons inside the church. Cannons in a church. That sure, uh... It's not... Not what you expect in a normal church, but again, during this French Revolution period, it was commonplace because of all the violence, and, uh... These sacred places were really turned into strongholds where they hold, held weapons and ammo for the armies, so... This is not the... This is not the most peaceful church I've been in. No. Not by any means. So now we'll uh, let's take a walk out of the church. Here, Ben, let me hand the control over to you. And we'll just walk down the street, and uh, you just this game does a just an amazing job of giving you a feel of just oh. all how terrible a time this was for Paris. Really, it, like there's poverty in the streets, and people that like are wearing rags because they can't afford clothing. It's just a terrible time for the people of Paris. So where am I now, Colin? Now we're over by the uh, the Louvre, which is like the home of a lot of royalty back in during the French Revolution. And as you can see, there's another like huge angry mob outside. And again, like this is like one of the where like all the rich lived, and it just sort of represents like a, a great like how angry all the poor were again like the proletariat against the bourgeoisie it's just a great representation of all like the anger I have to say though after playing the game the for a while it definitely does do a good job of displaying how angry the people really are it is one thing to read it in a textbook or hear someone tell you oh the French were angry during the French Revolution but to actually see people rioting and burning crosses and screaming just profanity 
gives you a whole nother insight on revolution. The only thing is, is when people are playing and not trying to use it as a history lesson, are they really going to be focused on the history or are they just going to want to roam the streets, killing random civilians and just playing the game for the sake of playing? That is a good argument. I mean, of course, there are many ways to play this game and one of them is to ignore all the history and just do what you want and just kill the bad guys or kill the good guys if that's the kind of person you are but everything is open and so it's really up to the player on whether or not they want to experience this history or just sort of do their own thing and it takes it takes a, a, a special kind of person to really like be scholarly while playing this game but at the same time you at least get to experience some of it no matter how much you ignore it there it's around you so yeah, but was it? Yeah, but do you really think they made this game for people to learn about the French Revolution, or do you just think they used that as more of an entertainment factor? I mean, I do think that they—that was definitely one of their purposes in making this game, because otherwise, what, what's the point in making everything so accurate to Paris? I mean, they have a team of researchers that do all this research uh, and all these historians that know all of this stuff about what the French Revolution in Paris was like and they have this team put together this like incredibly detailed model of what Paris was like and I think that by doing that they really show their intention of making a game that really is can be used as a scholarly or piece of like, it's really it's art really is what I would call it after playing this game for a little while, I can clearly understand what you were saying. It's one thing to read about an historical event in a textbook, but it's an entirely different experience to play it firsthand. It definitely reached Ian Bogle's goal in the empathy chapter of his novel, How to Do Things with Video Games, by letting me see the impoverished rather than just read about it. When you see someone living in desperate poverty, you can't help but have emotions drawn out of you. It's human nature. This is what makes Assassin's Creed such a powerful game. Empathy. Unlike any other medium, Assassin's Creed can bring tears to your eyes and you can connect with it on an emotional level, making it a great and effective way to learn history. Wanna keep playing? Sure, why not? Okay, we're gonna go play, but make sure you tune into GameCast next week for two new episodes. Thanks for listening.